welcome to the Arts Access Florida podcast. I'm your host, Brianna Jackson. Arts Access Florida is a comprehensive initiative designed to shine a spotlight on your neighborhood's diverse arts organizations. Each episode will highlight their programs and more importantly, amplify the voices of the people they impact. Conversations, community, and connections. That is the value in engaging with your local arts organizations. Arts access equals arts access. Support for Arts Access Florida comes from the Community Foundation Tampa Bay. Championing philanthropy, encouraging and connecting givers to bring lasting good, investing in education and economic mobility. Learn more at cftampabay.org. This segment is a little bit special since it's marking our one-year anniversary of the Arts Access Florida podcast. Yay! Hi, Wilma. Thanks, Brianna. It's so nice to be here and to talk to you. Yes, it's nice to have you here. So give our listeners um, a little insight as to why the Community Foundation Tampa Bay decided to sponsor us. Well, we have been longtime supporters and partners with WUSF. And as part of our mission, we one of the things that we focus on is promoting community vibrancy. And we include in that arts and culture in a way that reaches underserved populations and engages people in the arts and culture. And so when WUSF came to us with this idea of arts access, we just saw that everything came together in this project. It was at a time when our arts organizations needed so much help because many of them could not have people in whether they were museums or theaters or performing arts it was a way to support them that they could get their works out into the community it was a way to promote the arts to people who might not know about many of our arts institutions and it was a way to reach people who might not otherwise have access to the arts, whether they are isolated seniors or children whose parents can perhaps not afford to take them to a museum or a concert or that sort of thing. So it just brings together all of the things that we want to promote to make this the best, most vibrant, prosperous community that it can be. Yes, and over last year, we have really strived to make all forms of art accessible to our local communities. And we hope to not only advocate for education and mental health, but we also want to reach our local areas that lack access to the arts, as you mentioned. So with your help, we really hope to continue this mission. Well, it just, it plays into so many of the things that we're trying to focus on. You mentioned mental health. You know, art art and the arts in general cross all of the boundaries of our focus areas. We're trying to promote mental well-being and doing a lot of work in getting mental health first aid training out into our community and that sort of thing. And we all know that the arts are a medium to help people either who are having mental health challenges or 
help people from having mental health challenges because of the beauty and the um, the relaxation and all of those kinds of things that you that you get from art. And we're working on uh, things around education, as you mentioned, but also workforce development. And this project was a way to try to help artists and those who work in the arts continue to be employed at a time when that was very difficult. And, and this, played, this played a part in, in that. And one of our focuses is also on empowering women and girls. And we also see the arts as an important factor in that empowerment, both people who work as artists, but also as a way to build self-esteem. And um, just, you can tell by the way I am talking that I feel like every well-rounded, healthy person has a healthy dose of arts in their life. Yes. So we want that for everyone. <laughs> yes, and with the uh, the struggles of the past year, everyone could really use a healthy dose of art. Yes, they could. Um, in their lives. <laughs> I know I could, so absolutely. And uh, since this organization began, have you heard any stories of how this platform has benefited the community as a whole? Well, I think it has brought some of the arts organizations together. I've heard stories about organizations that have connected because they got to know about each other through Arts Access or because you have interviewed them both on the podcast and that sort of thing. And that's that's something that that we are really big on is making those connections and leveraging everyone's influence. Um, but we've also seen for especially some of the smaller arts organizations, this has been a platform for them to tell their story to people who might not otherwise have known about them. And uh, that is always a struggle, I think, for lots of organizations to get their message out. And in some cases, it's caused them to get not only new people visiting, but new supporters, people who've said, oh, I like what you're doing. I didn't know about it. Let me make a donation to help you. And I think that was all of our goals all along. Um, but I can tell you one story about uh, an organization and some of the things that have, have come about that I think is what we were looking for in Arts Access Florida. Um, there's a Tampa rep is has been producing a play about mental that the theme is around suicide and mental health and, and those kinds of things that brings a hopeful message about uh, about mental well-being to the community but they've now become connected with love for lawrence which is an organization that works through us at community foundation tampa bay to raise awareness about mental health and to reduce the stigma and those kinds of things the next time tampa rep does this play Love for Lawrence is going to send volunteers who are trained in mental health first aid to be in the audience in case the play triggers something for someone in the audience and they want to talk about it. And so I think those kinds of collaborations are 
what can come about when everyone can see what each other's doing and think of ways then to work together. That is a, a wonderful collaboration. Uh, what spoke to me was um, having the, the reps, well, the representatives there in the audience um, for anyone that is struggling or is having a trigger. I think, wow, that just blew me away. Um, that's necessary. And you're absolutely giving back to the community by doing that and supporting the community. Right. And, and in ways that are beyond looking at a painting on the wall right. or listening to a, one piece of music or, um, mm -hmm. or, or any of those kinds of things. It puts it all, I think what Arts Access Florida and all of us working together on this does is put it all in a context for uh, for making us all better people in a better community. Yeah. yeah, and it's it's also more than providing access. It goes deeper than that. It's providing access, but it's also checking in on your mental health, um, making community connections. Um, it definitely the mission goes deeper, right. and I think that's fantastic. Yeah. It's not just <laughs> about access. It's also about engagement. And getting people, Engagement. and getting people, um, not only to connect but to internalize the values that the arts give us. I see that the Community Foundation Tampa Bay has done a bit of rebranding. Uh, you know, with the world slowly opening back up, this was a perfect time to make a few changes. So, can you explain to us what the process was like and what sparked the redesign? Well. As an organization, we are now 32 years old. And in the life of an organization like a community foundation, where you bring donors together and organizations together to pool resources, much like Arts Access Florida, that's what we're all about, pooling our resources, not just financial, but our connections, our reputations, our uh, knowledge to build a better community. And so, so as someone put it, we're trying to do some bold things in our community. We're trying to help bring people together in our community to solve problems around mental health and around education and workforce development and prosperity and empowerment of the underserved communities and all of those kinds of things. And so we thought it was time for a bolder, fresher look to go with that attitude that we can all have hope and we can all work together. Our new logo can be seen in a couple of ways. It looks somewhat like a sun and we see it as a sunrise. We see it as beginnings, not um, not as a sunset that would indicate, you know, we're on the downside of things. It's, it's meant to be hopeful. But if you look at it in a different way, it can also be seen as a hug. And so what we're trying to convey to the community, to the people we work with, to the people we want to join with us to, uh, to work on the community is that we're embracing everyone and together we can all do things for the collective good and be joyful about it at the same time. So that's a lot of 
philosophy around some new colors and a new logo. But anyone who's who's worked in this industry in in either marketing or philanthropy or um, any of these efforts knows that a lot of this goes much deeper than we're just picking some new colors. And uh, would you say that this rebranding also um, was inspired by the events of last year and what your organization had to uh, experience with other organizations? I think it was uh, it was very much shaped by that. We started uh, we started this in the middle of the pandemic, mm-hmm. and so and so this is a this is a process that uh, we're also uh, in the midst of a new uh, strategic plan. And you know every organiz- every good organization needs to take a step back mm-hmm. um, frequently, but especially at this point in our development. Um, We're very much looking at how we can stimulate more philanthropy in our region. Mm -hmm. And by doing that, that doesn't mean we are necessarily saying the only way you can do philanthropy is to use us for your philanthropic giving. Uh, we, we welcome anyone who would like to uh, participate with us in our resources, but we're really looking at our role in the community as to do things that help people see what philanthropy can do, what giving of your time, your talent, your knowledge, and all of that can do for the community, and also to continue to connect and and build on relationships and that trust that we all develop when we work carefully and closely together toward a common goal. And, and I think a lot of th- that arts access also encapsulates a lot, of, a lot of that view. One of the reasons that we were so eager to participate in this project is because we have a long relationship with our friends at WUSF and we trusted this idea that you came forward with, and we're very proud that you trusted us uh, to uh, enough to ask us to be a partner in this and to see your vision. Well, thank you. And uh, Community Foundation Tampa Bay is definitely a household name here. <laughs> we love all of you, and we just thank you so much for this amazing partnership. Well, thanks for all you do, and uh, and honestly. I really do hope that Arts Access is a way for thousands of people in our community to maybe discover the arts who have not thought in the past that the arts were something for them. I think in many ways, um, sometimes there's this vision that, oh, the arts are only for a certain segment of the population. But, you know, those of us who've been involved in in arts and in philanthropy and in education or have raised children Mm -hmm. um, all have stories about how the arts or and music or um, museums or any of the the things that are related to our arts and culture Mm -hmm. have saved one of our children, one of our friends have brought us through a dark time or helped us 
continue to exhibit our joy for life. And so, so I'm, I am passionate about that, as you can tell. Yes. <laughs> and I'm just, and I'm just, I'm so thrilled that this vehicle is out there uh, to perhaps give that, give that view of the arts to other people. And I'm really proud that we could be a part of it. Yes. And I agree with you. I feel that the arts, there's a little bit of something for everyone. Um, there are so many different elements to art. And many people may not know that. So um, yes, I agree. Accessibility to our community is so important because someone who might think that, oh, I'm not, I'm not an artsy person, not into the arts, they may be introduced to something they didn't think they would like. <laughs> that can have a, a profound effect yes. on their lives. Yes, absolutely. Well, uh, Wilma, um, we'd like to know a little bit about what the Community Foundation Tampa Bay has planned for the upcoming year. Uh, give us an inside look at what, what we can expect. Well, as with uh, everything in our lives over the last uh, almost two years now, um, we are hoping that uh, we can move past some of the, the constraints of the pandemic and uh, continue to, to do more good work in that bringing people together. We're going to continue to promote our mental health issues. We're going to continue to work on our education efforts, not just uh, in support of K through 12 education, which we are very supportive of, but we've been doing a lot of work over the past five years in helping bring a network of people together from all sectors, from government, business, uh, education, and philanthropy to develop our workforce and encourage working age adults who do not have any education beyond high school, who don't have a degree or some sort of high quality certificate that would help them get a better job, to help people get over that hurdle because our area is going to be more prosperous if we have a prepared workforce and everyone's going to be healthier and happier. We're also uh, just now taking on uh, helping coordinate the Thrive by Five network, which is trying to do some of those same things for the zero to five population to help bring people across sectors together Lots of people are doing wonderful things, but if we can bring them together and they can share what they're doing and we can leverage efforts and expand efforts in that area, then we can have more children prepared for kindergarten and that leads to more success in K to 12, which leads to more success in um, the post-secondary world, which leads to people have being able to have good jobs and to attract people and attract companies to our area who are looking for a wonderful place to live that has arts and culture and has quality education and has a prepared workforce and all of those things fit together and so um, we're really trying to expand our efforts uh, even more into this idea of let's be a connector to help these help networks leverage their intelligence and their resources for the greater good at the same time encouraging more people and trying to show more people the value of 
of philanthropy. Uh, we've said this for years, but uh, there, there are studies that show that people who give are happier and live longer. And uh, we've got a number of stories we, in this last uh, few weeks, have lost a couple of our longtime donors, um, who, but who lived into their late 90s and even were, were giving up until, in, some, in a couple of cases, days before their deaths to try to be sure things they cared about to make this area better continued after they were gone. Mm -hmm. And the fact that, especially in these two cases, they were some of the most generous people I have ever met. And, you know, they lived into their 90s while being so generous. Mm -hmm. uh, tells me that there's something to that research that yeah. the more the more we give and the more we care about the area we live in, the people who live here, the better off we all are. Part of what we're we're working on as well always is uh, encouraging people uh, that they don't have to wait until mm -hmm. uh, the end of their lives to become philanthropic and and we'll be we'll be doing uh, more work and spreading that message that uh, you know you can start earlier yeah. you don't have to you don't have to wait until you feel like you've accumulated a certain amount of money to begin to give. There are lots of ways to give to our community. Well, Wilma, it seems that this coming year, you and your team will be busy and committed to the Tampa Bay region um, from our youth um, to all ages. So we're so looking forward to what's to come. And before I let you go, is there anything else you'd like our listeners to know about your organization? Any last minute thoughts? Anything that we have talked about has sparked an interest uh, with anyone listening, and there's a way you think uh, Community Foundation Tampa Bay can help you or can answer any questions, we'd love to have you reach out. Uh, you can find our new website at cftampabay.org, and there's a place there to send us a note and say, I have questions, or I'd like information on this, or can we have a conversation? And that's really, we're all here to have conversations and to make connections and try to help people who are interested in giving back to their community to power their passion, to help hone that and to help uh, make the experience meaningful, not just for the community, but for you as an individual giver as well. Well, we are so honored to have you choose us. Over the last year, we have definitely strived to make all forms of art accessible to our communities. And we hope to not only advocate for education and mental health, but we also want to reach our local areas that lack access to the arts. So with your help, we hope to continue this mission. Thanks so much. And, and that's right back at you. We love all of the things that, that you do, uh, not just through Arts Access, but through WSMR and WUSF and, and all of those efforts uh, really do make this a, a great community. I'm Brianna Jackson, and you have been listening to the Arts Access Florida podcast. 
This show is a product of WUSF Public Media with the help of our sponsors, the Community Foundation Tampa Bay and Gobioff Foundation. Our show is produced by Malika Hollist, Aliyah Moffitt, Chandler Balcom, and Leslie Laney. A special thanks to our editor, Scott Walkler, and our entire engineering team. You can find out more information, performances, and other content that our local groups are creating by following us on Facebook or Instagram and visiting our website, artsaccessflorida.org. That's artsaccessfl.org. Copyright 2021, WUSF Public Media.